WTBQ. Good morning and welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm one of your hosts, Christine Koenig from Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty. And I'm here today with Grace Warren. Good morning. Kim Starks. Good morning. Marsha Talbot. Good morning. And Veronica Doherty. Good morning. How's everyone doing today? <laughs> We're doing great. 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 Very well. Good. Excited to be here. <laughs> we have a great show coming up today. Um, we're going to take a few minutes to introduce ourselves, but uh, before we do that, for our regular listeners, uh, today marks our first show with our new format and new hosts. All five of us will be on the air today, but moving forward, we'll have two weekly hosts, and that'll rotate um, from week to week. Um, we'll have a guest each week and focus on a real estate topic, um, something we can dive into and answer any questions you may have. We're going to try to have a lot of fun. Yes, we are going to try to have a lot of fun. Uh, we're we have to. <laughs> <laughs> we're also going to touch base on some community news um, and focus on all the communities we serve. So we'll talk about what's going on in uh, Warwick, Chester, Goshen, Florida, Monroe, Middletown, Greenwood Lake, Vernon, uh, pretty much Orange County and uh, northern New Jersey. And Sussex and Pike counties where we cover the right. area. Good. Um, I think there's also a little bit of Sullivan. There yeah, might be. Yeah, you're there right. There might be. Um, we'll also take some time to talk about um, some market stats, and then we're going to introduce some two, uh, two new segments. One that we're going to uh, talk about um, knowing your neighborhood and possibly pull in a, like a, a quiz kind of puzzle uh, aspect with that. And then the other we're going to call the ridiculous realtor story of the week. Um, you know, as a realtor, uh, we work with the general public and anything can happen on any given day and it's uh, very unpredictable it's very unpredictable <laughs> i thought we weren't going to share all those secrets until we did our tv reality show uh well i'm saving a lot of it for the movie so <laughs> or the book or the, the book. book exactly um so uh no names will be shared to protect the innocent but it should be an entertaining segment um so we'd like to encourage um, your calls and texts about anything real estate. Um, radio is always better with listener involvement. So uh, you can call us at 845-651-1110. Um, so I think let's start with a, a little background on each of us. Veronica, you want to go first? Sure. Um, I just wanted to say that I was not, you know, sometimes people have a passion. And I can honestly say that Real estate was not really my first passion. You're I was doing me. a lot of things. I don't, yep. I don't know if you want to share everything, Veronica. I, uh, <laughs> no, not pole dancing, oh, okay. honestly. Okay. But um, what happened was we, I started traveling up here a lot by myself. When I was 18, got a car. My relatives were up here. So I just found it to be a beautiful area. Um, eventually, we moved to Monroe. And I worked in the city. And for some strange reason, my husband and I always went out on weekends looking at real estate once we moved in. It was crazy. But one of those looky-loo people have nothing better it, to do yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, really. You know, oh, because geez. you're working all day in the city and you want to do something on the weekend. Let's look at new houses. Why right. not? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, people at my office, I worked for a major bank in the city, and people in my office would ask me, uh, well, how do I do this? How do I do that? And I'd help them with their real estate questions. And I thought that was kind of unusual because, I, like I said, I really never fell into it. And suddenly people started telling you, you know, Veronica, you're so full of information. You should really try make it legal, making it a real estate 
career. Right. And for years and years and years, I didn't. But um, You've resisted. Because of several takeovers at the banks, eventually I just said, okay, I've had enough. And then my husband said, you know, you really would be good at real estate. And I was like, ah. But then I got into it, and it's it's fun. Yeah, I mean, I love the people I work with. I mean, okay, there's one or two that you could really love. Are to we get sitting rid of. here at the table right now, Veronica? <laughs> yeah, we're sitting at the table, <laughs> that closing table, that elusive closing table. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I enjoy working with the people that I I have as clients for the most part, and um, it's just great when they do find something that they love. And you know that you've been a part of it. Yeah, there's no bigger thrill for sure. Yeah, and and you can offer them information like how to do something, or you can give them information about vendors. And they always sit there and they go, how do you know all this stuff? And it's like, you just do because you like doing it. So you make it part of your job. Yep. Very nice. How long have you been doing it, Veronica? I can't um, remember. Twelve, 12 years. 12 years. Very good. All right. I'm going to piggyback right on uh, to Veronica's expansive statements about real estate and also a little bit about myself. I moved to Warwick in 1976, and we were going to live here for five years and then see what we'd like to do and move on. That was 41 years ago, and it's kind of, uh, it was like the Russian plan, five years, five years, five (laughs) years. And I think... One of the reasons I love Warwick so much is the beauty. This, this area is just so stunning. And we get very jaded about that um, until I deal with some of the people I'm dealing with who continuously say how beautiful Warwick is. We drive around all day and go, oh, yeah, it's Warwick. But it is. And that's certainly one of the things. One of the aspects that I love about uh, real estate is putting the pieces of the puzzle together. There's so much that goes on behind the scenes. It's not just finding a house. That's for the, you know helping the buyer or the seller to sell their house, but all the work behind it. And that's, you, you start, there's a middle and there's the finish and that's the closing table. That's what's so helpful to people. The other aspect of real estate that I love is working with people, finding what they need, and coming up with a solution. I think that um, that's exciting. Living in Warwick, that's also exciting, as I said before, how beautiful it is, but also how much Warwick has to, has to offer. There's the Appalachian Trail, there's farms, there's mountains, there's forest. We are very fortunate here. All right. Uh, Kim? Well, thank you, Marcia and Veronica. I'm Kim Starks, and I am happy to be here on this wonderful Monday morning at our new Real Real Estate Show here on WTBQ. Hope everybody had a great weekend. How did I get into real estate? Oh, boy. Well, first, let me say we moved up to the area about 31 years ago and uh, had friends that moved into the area, so would come up and visit and always loved the beauty of it, um, just going through the, the, the onion fields in Pine Island and passing the farms and the old homes and the village and the charm and everything that the wonderful Warwick has to offer. Um, After I stayed home to raise my children, I started working at a real estate office as uh, an office um, administrator. 
And everybody kept saying, you would be great at this. You should really get licensed and you should sell real estate. And I kept saying, no, I don't want to do that because I don't want to work weekends. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the truth. But it just snowballed (laughs) and uh, I did it and I love it. And we're all doing great. Uh, Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, I think, is probably one of the best brokers that we could be affiliated with. And I really get along with everybody that we work with. We work very well together. And let's not forget that this is a call-in show. So if anybody has any questions at all about real estate or the community or about us, please feel free to give us a call at 845-651-1110. That's 845-651-1110. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Kim, for remembering to give out that number because it is a real estate <laughs> show. It's radio, and it's really helpful when people call in with their questions. Um, as we are getting is- ready to go to um, a commercial, um, just want to tell everyone to stay tuned, and uh, we're going to finish going through uh, through the rest of us and our bios, and then uh, we'll take the show from there. So uh, we'll be right back. One hundred and fifty-nine years ago, my great-great-grandfather, at the age of 19, purchased a 30-year-old furniture and funeral business. Thirty-four years ago, at the age of 25, I started managing the furniture business. Today, my son Peter, at the age of 31, is fully involved in our business and influencing many changes to our furniture offerings. Hi, this is Keith Millspa of Millspa Furniture of Walden, Warwick, and Poughkeepsie, where we are connected to the past and bringing on the future with a contemporary mix of old and new styles. Come see our changes as we celebrate our 159th anniversary sale with many factory authorized discounts. We're still non-disposable solid wooden upholstery along with two-sided flippable mattresses that set us apart along with our goal of providing you with 10 years of showroom comfort. Come take advantage of our anniversary sale and enjoy special order savings on non-disposable comfort and style that brings you the best values for less. That's Millspa Furniture offering non-disposable furniture and mattresses since 1858. This is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show. Mondays at 10 a.m. This is Kim Starks, associate broker with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for the past eight years. Although I'm based in Warwick, I service all of Orange County. When you're ready to make a move, you can be sure that my top priority is making your journey in buying or selling a property as smooth and stress-free as possible. For more information, visit KimberlyStarksRealtor.com or call 845-258-7290. 
If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, the doctor is in. Ron and Amy and the Car Doctor here Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. WTBQ radio worth listening to. Call me on the hotline, 855-560-9900. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. And we're the hosts of Radio Rotary Heard every Saturday morning at 1130. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. Radio Rotary. Right here on WTBQ radio worth listening to. WTBQ. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. Uh, I'm Christine Koenig and I'm going to introduce Grace Warren now. She's going to uh, talk a little bit about her love of real estate. Oh yes, my love, love, love of real estate. My, my name's Grace Warren. I've been doing this for 17 years and I guess I got into this business because I thought I was going to see beautiful houses every day and I was excited to do that, but that's not really the case. That's not really what we do all the time. Um, but No. No, no, <laughs> it's not. And um, I, one of the real reasons, though, that I got into it is my daughter was young, my son was young, and I wanted to have a flexible schedule. So I said, hey, this sounds like something that I always wanted to try. Now's the time to do it. And that's what basically happened. My daughter, Catherine, was two. She's now 19 years old and in college. Um, but it's, it's been exciting. You, you never know what's going to happen when you take people out. You meet new people. You, it, it's, just, it's, it's a lot of fun. You walk into houses with people, and again, you don't know what you're going to find when you get there. And, you know, we've had, I've had some really fun stories, and we'll get into that later on. <laughs> I can't <Right>? wait. Yes. <laughs> yes, please wait. So um, I've lived here in Warwick probably, I, I don't even know. I moved here in 1980. So how many years does that, that make it? Math, math, math is my... 37? Yeah, 37 years. Yep, 37 years I have lived in Warwick, and I've seen a lot of changes in the county, and I think that it's for the good. And, um, you know, that's... That's just uh, what I've seen over the years. So I don't know what else I should say about myself. Can you guys give me some ideas of what I ought to talk about? <laughs> oh, wow. That was a... <laughs> nothing thank, like, nothing like putting us little... on the spot, Grace. <laughs> I think, Grace, one of the things that you know a lot about uh, is new construction. So I that's think maybe true. that's something you can mention. Oh, yeah. So I started out with new construction because my father decided that he was going to build a few houses. And I helped him do that. And then we had hired a realtor to market the properties. But then I said, you know, why, you know, this is a perfect opportunity for me to start doing that as, as well. And that, again, it was when my daughter was young. And yeah, I do know a lot about a new construction. I worked on a project at uh, the Ridge at Wickham Lake and sold a lot of houses over there. And um, it's, that's a very fun thing to do for people to help them build their dream home and starting, you know, starting from scratch. And, you know, they have different things they want to accomplish when they do this. And I guess as a realtor, that's your job to help them do that. Do you find that uh, people who are building homes for the first time have unrealistic ex expectations? Absolutely. <laughs> what do you think is the biggest conversation that you had, um, you know, ha or had to have over and over again about um, about the budget, process. the budget, because I don't think people understand just how much it actually costs to do things. And a lot of times, um, 
you know, they just they just don't understand. They want this like kitchen that you know is going to cost them fifty thousand dollars when really their budget's probably about twenty thousand dollars. So I think that's one of the things that we help people with. We is help understanding them. what's important for them to put into the a new new construction. But I thought I was thinking as you're speaking that maybe one day we do a segment on new construction itself. Absolutely, we yep. should have a builder in to yeah. come and help us through that discussion. Grace, also, um, isn't this a family affair for you? I think your brother is in engineering and your husband's in electrical. Yes, that's true. My brother is uh, a civil engineer, and uh, he's uh, my daughter is going to be a civil engineer as well, and my husband is an electrician. So there's there's a lot of building experience in my background, and uh, we. You know, I enjoy doing that. That is actually my favorite part about doing real estate is the new construction or, you know, but I, anytime you can help somebody realize their dream, whether it's buying that new construction or building it or any house that, you know, they, they picture themselves in and you have to help them figure out what really it is that they want. To do, you know, where they really want to live, what they really need to have, what they want to have. It just, it's very fulfilling to help find that dream property for each person that you work with. But that's not only with new construction. No, it, it, with, it's, with, it's the process. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And um, it's, it's very, very exciting to see somebody finally walk into that house after you've shown them 10 houses or 12 houses and they walk in and you know immediately that that's the house that they're going to buy. That's the house that they should be buying. I had someone the other day walk in uh, after we saw maybe 15 houses and she walked into this home um, and within a minute or two, she was crying. She's like, this is my house. And uh, there are some people who really have that emotional reaction when they walk into a house. and. Uh, it's uh, it's wonderful to and it, see, it, and it's great to be a part of. It can be any little thing, too, that can set them off. I mean, I can remember showing one house one time, and there was a little statue in the bathroom. I don't even remember what it was, if it was like a pig or a cow or something. <laughs> and the woman was like, oh, my God, I'm buying this house. My mother had a statue just like that, and this is a sign from my mother that this is the house I'm going to buy. And that's the house she bought. It. I know. Sometimes it is... <laughs> It is some crazy things that that harkens someone back to their childhood, or mm -hmm. uh, that something that really makes that home feel special to them. Yes, and I noticed too that a lot of people will ask the question. They look at a lot of homes, and I had one person once. It was just such a thrill when she said it to me. Is it possible to see the first home and fall in love with it? And I was like, Yes, it is. <laughs> Should we go back to that one now? <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. You know, it's nice when somebody really sees something and falls in love with it. For sure. I remember showing a house to someone which was an absolute disaster. But it was on a lake and she said, I'm going to buy it. And I said, are you sure? <laughs> I was like the reverse sales sales pitch, in which I don't do. But um, she ended up renovating this great house on the lake. That's awesome. Well, I have a story. Do we have time for another story? Sure. Okay. Um, I was working with this guy for, oh, probably three years. And really sweet guy. He's he was so desperate, desperate to buy a house. We looked and we looked and we looked. I walked through like 
feet of snow where people never plowed the driveways right. and you had to, needless to say, no, well, it is actually. I fell into the snowbank. So <laughs> him and his father dragged me out and said, we'll help you. <laughs> and it just happened that way. We, we made a lot of bids on a lot of homes, but as you know, inventory is getting kind of squishy. So we went and went and looked and looked. Finally, oh, one more thing. We looked at another house and we're walking up the road. I was walking up a road with regular shoes, you know, like sneakers. Right. I rolled down the hill and they came and they picked me up and said, Veronica, you need a hand? And I'm like, obviously I do. And they stuck with you through all of it. And they stuck with me through all of it. And we finally got him a home. I was thrilled and his house is great and he worked on it from like day one and he's just waiting till it gets done so he can invite me out for a barbecue nice. <laughs> very nice very nice he was probably really happy to he know is. that you were going to be safe not falling down banks <laughs> i'm pretty sure because the place that he bought had like a triple deck and the top deck was a little rickety he said don't I, go out i said mm, <laughs> that's crazy so christine are you going to tell us about yourself sure um, so, like all of you, I love real estate, um, but it was not my first uh, career choice. Um, I started, uh, I guess my first career was um, in marketing design and worked in the city for many, many years. Um, and then as I started to have kids, um, I moved up to the Orange County area. I lived in Greenwood Lake for a while, then in Warwick Village, and now I'm out in Sugarloaf. Um, and for me personally, um, exploring those different communities when I got up here um, really sort of piqued my interest into being a realtor. Um, I grew up um, in a family where my dad owned investment properties, and I spent a lot of time fixing things up um, on weekends and nights in the middle of the night when something would go wrong. And um, But I don't ever really remember thinking that that's all part of real estate. Um, so Having that background knowledge about how homes work, how they're put together, how systems work, um, has really benefited me when I'm working with um, buyers, especially first-time buyers, um, who are nervous about about every little thing in a home. It's um, you know they want to walk into that perfect home, but they're buying a home that's maybe 30 or 40 years old. So um, being able to have the knowledge and expertise to to talk them through how big an issue something really is um, or isn't. Um, I think has been uh, one of the things I've enjoyed very much. Uh, anyway, so that's a little about me. I'm uh, licensed in New York and New Jersey, so I cross over into Sussex County and Passaic County. Um, sometimes well, you're from New, uh, New Jersey yeah, previously, I, right? Yeah, so you know that up, area pretty well. I grew up in Passaic County, um, so I think that that's uh, that's my story. Oh, and you're good. sticking with it, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> Uh, so I think the next thing that we're going to talk about um, is kind of some of the, the new things that we're going to be doing. So we're going to talk about some community events, and we're going to talk about um, this getting to know your neighborhood concept that yes. we want to inf infuse into the show. And then we're going to have Grace tell us an amazing story about <laughs> a day in the life of the realtor. So don't worry, it won't be offensive to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had been spitballing some ideas about uh which story we should start off with and uh there was there was there, there are a couple stories that are a little i'm not going to say off color but 
a little surprising. And <laughs> we'll let you all warm up to us first <laughs> yes. before we tell those stories. <laughs> and Kim, keep you in suspense. Yeah, Kim, <laughs> Kim said, I think that we should save that one for a while. We shouldn't start there. <laughs> oh, you mean the one about the prison? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think that when you're dealing with the general public, sometimes things are surprising. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And you that's are right, the joy. Marcia. Actually, that's the joy of this business is dealing with people, helping people, and getting to know families. I mean, there are people that I now know. You know, I always, it's very funny because you always remember people's children when, as when you met them. And so I say, how is so-and-so? And I find out they're either in college or married, have two children, right. or all the other things. Where did the time go? It, it, it's, it's great fun. All right. Well, we're going to get ready to take our next commercial break. Um, and we'll get back to you in a few minutes. All right. Bye-bye. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Veronica Daugherty, a licensed real estate agent for 12 years with Better Homes and Gardens Brand Realty. Although based in Warwick, I also serve Orange, Sullivan, and Ulster counties. My primary goal is to ensure that your home buying or selling experience is successful, meets your needs and desires, and is stress-free. For more information, visit veronicadaugherty.randrealty.com or call 845-544-5807. Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. This is Kim Starks, associate broker with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for the past eight years. Although I'm based in Warwick, I service all of Orange County. When you're ready to make a move, you can be sure that my top priority is making your journey in buying or selling a property as smooth and stress-free as possible. For more information, visit KimberlyStarksRealtor.com or call 845-258-7290. This is Zach Crux, Sports Director for WTBQ. Tune in every weekday morning to the Frank Truat Morning Show to get the latest news, scores, and info about your favorite teams and players. That's every Monday through Friday on the Frank Truett Morning Show right here on WTBQ. Tune into the Nonprofit Notebook, your resource for and about people helping people. Learn about all the events and services available for you, friends, or family. Open your Nonprofit Notebook Tuesdays at 11 a.m. WTBQ, radio worth listening to. WTBQ Well, we have a flood watch in effect through Tuesday morning. Cloudy today after some morning breaks of sun, high in the low 60s. Tonight, rain developing. It'll become breezy with a low in the mid-40s. That rain will be heavy at times overnight and into tomorrow morning's rush hour. There could be a thunderstorm with heavy downpours as well. Our temperatures tomorrow should jump into the mid and upper 60s. Then the showers taper off tomorrow night. Quick clearing, breezy down to around 40 and sunny and pleasant on Wednesday, 60. I'm meteorologist Tony Salimo from the WTBQ Weather Center. 
KTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. Um, we're going to start uh, a little in-depth conversation about a real estate topic today, and our topic today is inventory. Um, what? Why is that important? Uh, the number of homes for sale um, at any given time. So, uh, Veronica, why don't you uh, talk to us a little bit about that? Well, one of the things I wanted to mention is that um, over the years, our our homes available have declined. We have this little report that we threw together. <laughs> And it's going to measure 2015, 2016, and 2017. We've done it by school district, Warwick, Minnesink, Goshen, and Monroe Woodbury. Now, from I'm just going to touch on a couple. It's not going to be boring, I promise. Um, for example, Thank Monroe God. Woodbury Schools, okay, okay. <laughs> Monroe Woodbury Schools started out in 2015 with 403 homes for sale. In 2016, it declined to 366 homes for sale. That's a 9.2% decrease. Hmm, the beginning of something, maybe. Now, in 2017, the homes declined in the Monroe Woodbury School District to 301. That's a 17.8% drop. That's a huge drop. Yes, it is. So that just shows that there are fewer homes. I mean, hello, that's obvious, but, you know, there's something that needs to be done about it because people are coming up. People are looking, and the homes just aren't available. There are bidding wars going on constantly now. Multiple offers has become... Commonplace. Exactly. Now, I'll just also go over Warwick Valley School District, which started out in 2015 with 261 homes. In 20... I'm sorry... That was 2015. In 2016, it went down to 228, which was a 12.6% decrease. That's a lot. Given that we know how many people want to move here, that's kind of stunning. Yep. Then we go into 2017, and Warwick Valley School District dropped to 174 listings. So if you're listening out there, I'm sorry, Veronica, but I have to say, if you are listening and you are thinking you want to sell your house, please call us. Because guess what? We're going to sell your house, and it's probably going to be pretty fast. And we're, and they are going fast. I mean, even in Minnesink Valley, where it's become a school district that people want to be in, yep. uh, I have found that the houses are staying on the market for 103 days, tops. Now, that's out of everything that's for sale. But they've also declined, but not as heavily. Um it's important when you take people out that everything you see doesn't have an accepted offer. When people want go into multiple bids, they get very frustrated. They're looking for a home, and every time they see they're losing, they're losing, they're losing, it's, it's, it gets to the point where they may start looking elsewhere. They may be disappointed with you. They may be disappointed with the market. Yeah, all of that happened. I had, a, uh, I had like a new client. Um, who wanted to come up and see homes, and he picked seven homes. I sent him what was active in the area. I, I don't know him, so I don't know what exactly he was looking at. So I sent him, you know, all our inventory. He picked seven or eight homes. Of the seven or eight homes, when I went to make appointments, six of them had accepted offers. And when I had to call him to tell him that we couldn't, you know, we couldn't see those homes because they had accepted offers, right. um, you know, 
he told me that I wasn't working hard enough for him and he was going to work with the new realtor. I said, okay. okay. But Christine, what, really- what was the price range? Just curiosity, because I think that that's, that's important to note what the price range of the houses that are selling right now, because not every price range is strong. Right. So I would say that his price range was between 250 and 375 That's exactly what the average is in the county, like in between those, th- that, that number. Yeah. And if a home right now is comes on the market and it's in reasonable condition and it's priced appropriately, it's going to sell really quick. I I was surprised at the days on market for some of these homes was three days on market, four days on market, and they already had accepted offers. Yeah. Uh, I think we're all experienced. Yeah. Didn't you just have a house that was on the market for six hours? Yes. In in (laughs) Florida, New York, the Florida school district. Literally, I I put it in the MLS at 10 o'clock Friday morning and had five showings scheduled and an accepted offer by that evening. Amazing. Amazing. Amazing for the seller, frustrating for the buyer. Exactly. (laughs) And remember that those were people in the marketplace. And so when something new comes on, it's like crows landing on on the roof. All of a sudden, there's a new listing. And by the time people show it, it's already gone. Wonderful. So, Veronica, the things that Grace was saying about the inventory, um, and you have the statistics sitting right in front of you, so I'm interesting to hear, interested to hear more about that. Well, I have this one that I pulled for the Greenville area, single-family homes, and they're just saying that the price range of sales in the last year, up to 200, we had 12 homes selling in that price range. Up to 200. This is in Greenville. This is in Greenville. Okay. And we can run stats on any place. I mean, it's this just, is typical. This, this is what's available to us. So every place you go through, whether it's Minnesink, whether it's um, West Town, whatever, we can pull those stats. And the house is going from 200 to 322 homes sold. Again, Greenville, that's pretty far out, but that's the market up there. They're looking for homes up to. 300,000. Yeah. And it's starting to get to the mm. point where no matter where you go, that that um, the price point is changing. And the price point is getting lower, so they're moving up further. Right. Well, I think one of the things that uh, we can talk about with inventory, and again, what happens when inventory starts to tighten up, um, A, we talked about the frustration for buyers when that happens. Uh, but let's talk about it from the seller side. Um, you know, when inventory gets tight, and and we're at the beginning of the spring market, right? Right now, I think, is when we generally have a tightening of inventory. People haven't quite finished doing their spring projects, or they think they need to wait till the flowers are out and the grass is green before they list their home. So we're, we're running through our inventory quicker. But what that does with the competition is it starts to drive prices up a little bit. Correct. Yep. But then again, you have the question of it drives the prices up, but those people that could once afford that house at a regular normal price of, say, 300000 now they've got to go elsewhere because they can't afford that house in that neighborhood, which is not a bad thing because then there's growth in another neighborhood. Right. And, I, you know, I, when I say prices go up, it's not like they're going up by 20%. No, right? it's no. usually like 2.2, yeah, something it's a, like that. It's a smaller yeah, number, yeah. but, at, you know... When, especially after the last eight years we've had in real estate, that extra couple thousand dollars mm-hmm. can make the difference mm-hmm. between someone breaking even on a property they bought five or six years ago, right. um, and you know being short. So it's it, it's from the seller's point of view, I think it's um, really a you know a nice turn of events for them. It'd be wonderful if we can get rid of all those short sales that are out there. 
Well, I think also the fact that since uh, 2008, where prices really fell, we're finally seeing a, a, a stronger market and an increase in prices. Yeah. They're not increasing a lot yet, but we, but with these multiple offers and with the activity and lack of inventory, we will see that happen. And Veronica, in your statistics there, I again, I'm not a very statistical person, but I do, I do like hearing about it. Do you find that prices have stabilized? Marcia just said that they're not going up, but have they stabilized? In my opinion, and from the research I have been doing, the prices are flat. If they're increasing a little bit, but that's what a flat market does. It goes up a little bit. It goes down a little bit. It goes up a little bit. It goes down. And then it keeps that steady pace for a period of time, sometimes a year, sometimes a little bit more. But I think we had a pretty flat market last year as well. We're just fortunate that the prices are not continuing to sink. Oh, yeah, because we were declining for a yes. long yes. time. We, in some cases, we were down to 1998 pricing. Since the Great Recession. And that was tough. Yeah. You know. And we all lived through it, right? I mean, all yes. of us were doing it at that time. It was not an easy thing to to tell sellers, you know, that your house just isn't worth what you think it is. I think I crawled into the house and hide, <laughs> hide under the table. I know, because you knew very, how much they paid for these very homes. Difficult. And now, you know, they're worth so much less than they did if they bought a house in 2005, 2006, 2007. But we're mm -hmm. seeing that shift now. Yeah, right. it's finally starting to shift. And um, it, it's, it's nice. It's d certainly nice to see that shift. Well, it's nice to be able to tell a little bit of a different story. I used to have to go in and literally sit down with people who were selling their home to be like, listen, nothing. my whole job is so difficult right now. It's to manage your disappointment. I'm going to have to manage your disappointment about what the value of your home is. Then through the whole process, um, you know, what's wrong with your house because you're going to hear every little thing that's wrong with your house that I'm going to have to manage your disappointment about offers that come in that come in even lower than what I told you it was going to be. I said, uh, I just want you to know, I know it's really difficult to sell your home now. And I'm so happy that that's, that's not the story we have to tell anymore. It's it, now we can talk about the changing market. We mm -hmm. can talk about, um, the inventory issues and, and when we're pricing homes, um, and doing our market analysis, we have some, uh, we have much better stories to tell. I also believe that that's the reason for lack of inventory is that sellers are not aware of what the marketplace is. So we're here to tell you if this is a great time to list your home. Um, I have another little piece of information. All I'm right. sure it's stats. I just love stats. I love, what, I love that you're so full <laughs> of information today, Veronica. And that you love the stats. You know, and this that is you the can funny do that part. Research. No, 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 no. See, mm -hmm. I am not statistical at all. I used to cry at the beginning of all of my math quizzes. <laughs> all right. So um, it's interesting, yes, because if you do sit down and look at it and read it and try to understand it, you at least have some idea. And just to let people out there know is... This is the homework that we do in order to sell your home, in order to get it on a market at a real price that you can be happy with and that it'll actually sell for. You know, you don't want somebody coming to the table or losing a deal because you overpriced it and it's not going to appraise. So there's other issues as well. Not to get really serious about it, but just that's the way it is. Um, I have one more statistic for Orange County overall, mm -hmm. and it's the last 12 months. And from the 2016, we had 2,704 homes on the market, 
And in 2017, same time, same day, 2250. That's a 16.8% decrease the overall in Orange County. I know everybody says we see signs everywhere, but you know, there's reasons why some signs are there and there are reasons why other houses sell quickly. And sellers need to know you cannot overprice in this market. You have to be, you have to know what's going on. You have to be told what's going on. And we can do that. One of the things you, you mentioned, signs everywhere. It seems that whenever you go to an event or to a party or a barbecue and they know that I'm a, a, a realtor, one of the first questions they ask is, how is the market? And when my first response is, it's actually good right now, but inventory is very low, they say, really? I see signs everywhere. And I say it's such a misconception. And like Veronica said, sometimes you drive through the same areas, you see the same sign, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a house that's priced correctly, or the sign might be there and it might be under contract. Right. So not, not call, everybody puts the under contract right. sign on. So call a realtor and find out. I think we're going to be taking a break right now. So please stay tuned. Um, we will be back. This is Kim Starks, associate broker with Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for the past eight years. Although I'm based in Warwick, I service all of Orange County. When you're ready to make a move, you can be sure that my top priority is making your journey in buying or selling a property as smooth and stress-free as possible. For more information, visit KimberlyStarksRealtor.com or call 845-258-7290. Hi, this is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marcia.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process. Hudson United Mortgage, the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike is offering first-time home buyers low-down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. To set an appointment or for more information, go to hudsonmortgage.com. Hudson United Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 152355 is an NY limited liability company and operates with the following licenses. Licensed correspondent mortgage lender by the NJ Department of Banking and Insurance. A registered mortgage broker with the NYS Department of Financial Services. All NY loans are arranged through third-party lenders not affiliated with Hudson United Bank. This is Sister Anna. Listen to The Garden of the Child, a story discussion time with students. Story develops listening skills and imagination. Saturdays at 1110 a.m. on WTBQ. If you missed the Frank Truett Show, here's what you missed. There was a hot chocolate involved, and he had put it on her seat. And then he threw his jacket over it, and she Uh-oh. sat down. Uh-oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right on the hot chocolate. Uh, and this yeah, was yeah. where? On the, bus? Kind of on, the bus. on the bus? I actually, I ended up uh, sacrificing myself, and I sat on the <laughs> chocolate. They both walked in with these big stains on their back, and they said, you know, we stopped to eat. And I was going, I'm not going to eat at that restaurant. Food <laughs> fight. <laughs> <laughs> was it a Mexican restaurant? Oh, What's going God. on? Montezuma's Revenge. No comment. <laughs> oh, my God. This is that bad. Was- the Frank Truat Show, weekday mornings till 9 on WTBQ. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Back to the real real estate show. 
I'm Christine Koenig. I'm Grace Warren. Kim Starks. Marsha Talbot. And Veronica Doherty. Yeah, we're a statistic expert. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I think we're going to move on... from inventory. and Unless uh, somebody has a question and they want to call and ask us about it, and the number is... 845-651-1110. Call us. We could do a chorus. Yeah. No, no singing. <laughs> no singing. Oh, yeah, we were told talking, no singing. Talking chorus. <laughs> anyway, so Marsha, why don't you talk to us a little bit about uh, your idea about the getting to know your neighborhood um, and kind of what you see that's, that, that kind of becoming. Well, being that there's such a wide area that we now this this radio show covers, it would be really interesting or interesting to me and hopefully to other people that we get to know the areas. Um, it, certainly Warwick, and I'll use that just as an example today, there's the Bellevale area, there's the Amity area, there's Pine Island. We're 104 square miles, so um, we're, we're very diverse. And there are different things in each area. Uh, does anybody know what Amity Gold is? Or why Old Dutch Hollow Road is called Old Dutch Hollow Road? And I love vintage homes. And I think what we one of the things we'd like to also do is talk about, and I hope I'm not stepping on Dr. Hall's <laughs> feet here, but talk about a, a vintage home. Why? What's the allure? Why people enjoy walking through something like the... A, a bed and breakfast that's 150 years old, the the charm of buildings. But neighborhoods have their own individual what's, what's character the characters. The, the way I want to say it, and people move and or choose those areas. So we would love to hear from you of why you moved to a specific place. Was it because it was a, a large yard and you had young children or the, walking, if you're in the vill- a village, of walking distance to stores and, and restaurants or just places of interest? Places of interest would be one of the things that we're looking to find out about your county, your neighborhood. Anybody want to add to that? Any no, I, I think that's going to be a really interesting uh, couple minutes each week to kind of dig into some different places, learn about, you know, the area we all live in. And we're all in the lower Hudson Valley. And while we may live in Middletown or Goshen or Warwick, we travel to all of the other places. We do, and, yes. Um, you know, there is so much to know and learn um, about the areas we, we live in and drive through every day. There's some really beautiful historic districts. Um, you know, for instance, Port Jervis is one of those places that I think uh, have, it's been a little bit neglected, but some of the homes there are, are stunning and beautiful. Architecturally, they're beautiful. Arch- yeah, and, and there's a lot going on in uh, Port Jervis. Kim, you were just saying something about the, the, what was it? I can't remember now. Foundry 42, um, which actually just opened recently in Port Jervis, uh, located on 42 Front Street. I haven't been there yet. If any of our listeners have been there um, and could share any um, information about it, that would be great. I know they're not open every day, but I have heard that they have a wonderful cafe, uh, homemade pastries, uh, coffee, and teas, and they also have an open loft space upstairs that they do rent out for. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. My, my sister was just looking for a uh, place for a birthday party. Birthday, they do, do something like that. Parties. Yeah, that's, that's they, cool. They do the, the paint and 
sips, whatever those, oh, the wine where you paint. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, so I'm looking forward to going there. And speaking of Port Jervis, I do have a listing in Port Jervis that we're trying to sell. And I think it would be a great opportunity. You were saying that Port Jervis is, yeah, is changing. Tell it's us about that coming. listing because it's, it's very affordable over there. I know that they're working very hard on the riverfront to make that more appealing for people to go and visit. You can go, there's like a, there's a beach area over there. Uh, by the West End, and it's really a, a cool place. Also, on the West End, there's Gillander Glass, too. Kim, you were, we were talking about that earlier as well. They have glass-blowing tours over there, and it's a really cool place. I, I, I like Port Jervis. I mean, I think... Uh, how do I say it without sounding, um, you know, I don't know. People always... There's a connotation mixed in there with uh, Port Jervis, and people are always like, oh, poor Jervis. Oh, oh, I, I don't know if I want to move there. But it is, it's a really, really nice city. It, 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 and, and it's changing. And people always think it's too far away. Yeah, and the, the train's there. The train That's is right there. Add, the train right. is right there. And actually, from the listing that I have on Ferguson Avenue, you can Which is walk, a great house. It is a great house. It's a beautiful old Victorian home. And you can actually walk to the train station from there. So if you're a weekender or if you are even want to live there full time, you can take the train into the city um, and you can walk right to the train station. And Gillander Glass, I know Grace had mentioned uh, in Port Jervis also, that is how that's been in business and has been there for forever. Oh, I yeah. Think. They, they I, made those glass um, electric the, those uh, what are they? they like glass covers for the runways at airports I think yeah yeah things. they they made those you know since the airports were right and they have Wilbur, they have right. glass blowing <laughs> since the Wright brothers <laughs> since the Wright brothers <laughs> they actually do tours there public tours mm -hmm. and they have a gift shop and they have tours the first one actually is being offered on um, Saturday, April 8th. They're located at 39 oh, Erie weekend. Street. That's this weekend. So definitely look them up I, online, gillanderglass.com. Again, it's uh, uh, in Port Jervis on Erie Street. Uh, and then also as we're starting to maybe get into community events, can we talk about that too? Um, we have uh, the Village of Warwick is celebrating their 150th um, anniversary. And as part of that, I know the radio station has uh, the talk about the Warwick Sesquicentennial, and it is that is a mouthful. Warwick Say that again. One fifty Sesquicentennial, one hundred and fifty years for the village of Warwick. That's cool. It is. It, it's it's very exciting, and uh, it's you just don't realize how old everything is in the village. So Warwick is really taking care of all of all of the um, the events that are going to be going on. So not only listen in to us on on Monday mornings at the Real Real Estate Show, but also be sure to tune in to the radio station when they talk about um, other events that are going to be going on to sponsor and to talk about Warwick 150. One of the things that they're going to be doing um, uh, April 15th, they are having an Easter egg and bonnet 
contest. Is it just for I, children? No. No, Grace, Grace you, you could can wear. don your bonnet. <laughs> oh, thank goodness, because I'm definitely going to be there. <laughs> I think gonna... Rachel was saying, Rachel's our office manager, and I think she was saying something that she really wanted to go to a uh, Easter egg hunt. Yes, and I found the perfect one for her. <laughs> oh, really? Did you see the post I put on Facebook? N- n- I, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, Maybe. Uh, what? It's funny. <laughs> it's, it's Easter eggs with little adult beverages in it. <laughs> That's awesome. So I thought maybe she would appreciate that. As long that. as the children don't get that Easter Now, egg. where is the um, the one that's in Warwick? It's going to be at uh, Lewis Park. At Lewis right Park, Right on Main okay. Street uh, at 1 o'clock on Saturday, April 15th. They're also doing a kid mayor contest, and that is also going to... Uh, to be uh, April 15th, and as children, what would I do if I were a mayor? Oh, I cannot so wait to I hear think that would the be answers very, to that question. Very, very interesting. Uh, you need to write an essay, and it has to be submitted to the Village Hall, and you can also check that out at Warwick 150. Is there an age Facebook? limit for that? Well, they have to do write an essay. No, I don't want to enter, but <laughs> you can just go there with your bonnet on. How's okay. that? No, okay. But really, seriously, is there an age limit to that um, essay? Uh, can young children do it, too? I think it's I, focused on younger children. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's Kids Mayor Day. And what does it say here? Uh, it's just said Kids Mayor. There's there's nothing. But we can find out more information okay. if Very you good. would like. They're also on the 15th of April. The Village of Warwick is hosting a Founders Day. Um, there's going to be a few different events going on. Uh, two o'clock starting on Church Street, the parade steps off. And then 2.30 on Railroad Green, they're having a reenactment of the signing of the Village Charter and a silent auction. And then at three o'clock, cake and refreshments uh, on Railroad Green. Oh, we can I- just step right out. Outside our door. We can, because our our office is located right on Railroad And if you're in town, come and visit us. We love visitors. We have a really cool building. The old train station, it's perfect. With beautiful photographs of old Warwick in it. Yeah. So I think we're getting ready to take a break, but when we come back... No, no, we're not coming back until next week. We're not coming back until next week. It went so fast. (laughs) Well, we have other events coming up. Be sure to listen in and... uh, Christine? Yeah, just uh, for next week, we have Kim and Marsha will be our hosts. Um, I think we're going to not barrage you with five of us. We'll just keep it to two hosts. Um, (laughs) And I'm sure that their show is going to be full of, uh, chock full of entertainment and uh, information. Look Uh, forward to that. Want to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors, uh, Chris Starrett, a realtor uh, in our office, um, and Michael Van Mansart from Hudson United. He's a mortgage broker, um, and you'll hear from both of them in upcoming shows as well. Um, so I guess thank you guys so much for listening oh, to our I- first show. And uh, Thanks. Have a great day. This was fun, guys. <laughs> have a great day. Look forward to hearing from you. If you have any questions at all, again, please give any one of us a call. Um, We're here to help. Definitely here to help. Thanks. Thanks.